What's up, guys? Casey and George back with the Going Bracket Racing YouTube channel. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Maybe got some racing in this weekend. Uh, didn't happen for me. I was actually working on the car. In fact, I actually just got back about five minutes ago, which is why we're a little late. So I was trying to deal with some DMV stuff, and we all know how that goes. And it ended up costing uh, quite a bit of change on uh, that license plate scenario. And then I needed to get a tire for my trailer. So went and did that and then ended up trying to pay for it. And the phone lines went down, so I couldn't use my credit card. And long story short, just got back. So old George been here waiting on me. Sorry about that, George. What you got going on? Hey, nothing. I'm just, uh, you know, waiting on the story. You told me you were ripping and running there pretty good. So I figured you had your hands full. I knew you had a tire went down on the on the uh, trailer this week. And I knew you were trying to get your, your place transferred over today as well. So I expected a, you know, a little bit of a, a ripping and running day for you. At least you didn't have a long line. At least it didn't seem like you had a long line. You come down here to Texas and try to hit a DMV while you're in a big city, you're just going to wait forever. So uh, certainly glad you didn't have to go through what I would have to have gone through if that were me in your position. So, um, no, man, it's uh, it's all going good here. I have no complaints. Uh, another day. Uh, got off of work finally and, and uh, excited about what's going on this week, as I'm sure most of you are. Uh, who knows? We might have some people in here on their way to Vegas. Who knows, man? That's big, big things happening uh, out there in the uh, on the West Coast. Maybe we'll see our first West Coast winner. Because honestly, I don't think we've ever seen a West Coast winner uh, of the Spring Fling Vegas. So um, certainly can't wait to get off into that a little bit. Uh, yeah, man. Back to you, though, Casey. Man, I know you had uh, quite a bit going on with the transmission, and uh, that car was uh, rocking forward a little bit last time we spoke. Care to give, give fans a little bit of an understanding of how you got that all solved? Yeah, man, I ended up uh, changing the valve body, got a uh, got a new valve body. I uh, came with solenoid and everything from uh, TSR Racing, uh, or TSR-Racing.com. Those guys are up in New Hampshire, uh, make some really good products. In fact, we were talking the other day, and uh, we're going to have a giveaway going on here from TSR Racing. Uh, the only, literally the only thing you're going to have to do is just be a subscriber of the YouTube channel. Uh, we'll let you know, uh, about that more than likely next week. We'll get ready to start it on that, but just subscribe to the YouTube channel. So you're already ahead of the curb. Uh, it's no, uh, literally doesn't cost you anything and we're getting ready to give something really cool away. Um, uh, but, uh, TSR racing products, man, they're, uh, they're, uh, going to come on board with going bracket racing and, uh, help us out a little bit. And, uh, Maybe we can give them a little bit of publicity as well. Yeah, that's for certain. That's for certain. Definitely can't thank you guys enough for uh, for joining up there. Uh, just another uh, another resource for you guys. I checked out the website today. They pretty much got any type of transmission product you can think about. Let's be honest with it. From glides exactly. to turbos, whatever. So you know, you guys may have some things that you might you might need down the line. Well, we got another resource for you. Uh, you may have known about them. They've been around for quite a while now that I'm, uh, you know, now that I think about it, it's been a while for a while. I'm pretty sure my dad used them before. And I know Casey that your dad used them uh, at least once or twice in his, in his days. So um, certainly. My dad had nothing but good things to say about those guys. He told me immediately to give them a call whenever I needed this. They got everything you need for power glide transmissions, turbo 350s, turbo 400s, 727s. Uh, anything you need, they got it, man, and they'll get it out to you quick. So uh, give those guys a, a holler if you need anything, for sure. Yeah, definitely can't knock good service, as that's what we're always looking for. To, you know, the trusted site, number one, 
and then good service number two. I think I saw even on their on their web page there when you look at their banner, they've got a uh, kind of a text, uh, excuse me, a tech line. You got questions? Well, they've got answers because they got somebody there to answer some tech calls too. So certainly you can't uh, you can't really go wrong, especially those of us who are kind of rookie to the game there. Even though we might have old men, to, uh, my old man, I can call him up on the phone. He's probably going to know everything. At least he'll be able to tell me what to order from TSR. I can tell you that much. You know what I mean? So um, if you're unknowing or unknown to the to the transmission world, they've got a tech line. So that's good. That's something that you can take to your advantage as well. Casey, what'd you order anyway? Uh, I know you ordered some things to kind of get over that rocking out the beam issue that you had there. So I ordered a uh, ordered a whole valve body from them. Uh, and the coolest part about that that deal that I thought uh, I didn't have to deal with this because I already had a trans brake transmission, but they actually came with instructions that told you. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people think whenever you have to actually install this valve body for a trans brake valve body that you have to physically drill holes in the case. You're not actually drilling holes in, in a, this is a stock power glide case I'm talking about, like a GM type case. You're not actually drilling new holes, you're enlarging holes. Hmm. And I was unaware of that until I got these instructions and I was like, oh, that's a whole lot easier because you know how it is. If you have to actually drill holes from scratch, I mean, you're talking about getting everything measured out exactly where you need it, especially in a transmission that's working off of fluid pressure. Um, you can't have that if you're drilling a new hole. You can't have the hole up here you, if you need it down here because uh -huh. it's not going to have the same fluid pressure because fluid falls. Um, but anyways, long story short, that's not the case. Uh, you're just enlarging them, I think, to like three-eighths. Uh, you just drill those holes out a little bit. It's two holes, really easy and simple, straightforward. Uh, but their directions are really easy to follow. And in fact... The thing that I thought was cool is I run a deep pan on my transmission, and uh, so I ordered a uh, I ordered an extension for the filter, uh, so it can actually get down to the bottom of that deep pan to suck up the fluid. They even sent the bolts with it, man. Uh, that doesn't happen, you know. Uh, so they're ready to go, man. If uh, if you need any transmission parts, I would highly recommend TSR for sure. Uh, definitely good stuff, and uh, definitely one that uh, again. We have something coming down the pipeline for you guys. Uh, it's basically a giveaway. Thanks for being a uh, part of the Gorn Bracket Racing YouTube channel. You can help us out by hitting that subscribe button on YouTube. Uh, I think we're, we're nearing, we're getting close to the 500 viewers mark there, Casey. And uh, pretty big milestone for us considering we just started in November. So it's uh, moving along fairly quick. And uh, we certainly appreciate you guys for all your feedback and comments. And, and uh, certainly if you have any questions, we're gonna get into a pretty good Pretty good topic, I believe, uh, as we uh, look forward to the Spring Fling Vegas event. And uh, I don't know if any of, any of you guys are going out there, but uh, certainly if you've ever been there, give us some, some comments and some feedback. I've never heard anything but good things about that race. As far as for a show being put on, they put it on flawlessly. Um, car count's normally perfect. Competition is always stout. But one thing that I can say even outside of just competition and, and race, you know, the, the race itself is the amount of giveaways that they have at this particular race. So they're, they're definitely going to put something back in your wallet. I can't, I can't remember. I'm going to look at the flyer here in a second, but I can't remember exactly who's going to be uh, showing us that race on, on the Internet. I don't know if it's Motor Mania or somebody it's, else. It's uh, Bankshift, I think. Bankshift's going to have it. I was looking for that. I couldn't actually... Uh, I guess I must have been overlooking it, I guess is what, what it is. But, hey, guess what? We got some uh, some uh, get-through-work-faster 
coverage to check out. A little bit of drag racing on one screen. As you know, I'm going to be tuned in. I'm pretty sure most of you will as well. Um, so, yeah, Casey, this is one of the events that I have on my bucket list. I'd love to be able to, number one, I've never been to Vegas. Okay, number two, I've never taken a limo around Vegas for the kind of the, uh, you won the big race, <laughs> you know, giveaway that they do. Take a limo and then uh, probably show you to some pretty nice casinos. So uh, yeah, that's on my that's on my bucket list, Casey. What about you? Well, I'd say so, man. Uh, it'd be really something to to win the Spring Fling Million and then end up. Uh, I think Biondo and Kyle Seipel, they they. Once you win, then they shuttle you out with a limo, and then they put you up in the Cosmo for the night, I think up in like a penthouse or something like that. Um, it's really cool. If you've never been to Las Vegas, I mean, I've, for work, I've been to Las Vegas several times uh, just for work. And uh, it's definitely a different experience, especially if you're not used to that type of, uh, that type of life, because Las Vegas literally doesn't quit. Uh, it's, it's similar to New York, only everybody's having a good time the whole time. <laughs> it's uh, right. it's, uh, it's definitely something to experience for sure. And if absolutely nothing else, the Las Vegas Motor Speedway uh, is not very far from downtown. Uh, I mean, you could probably, as long as there was no traffic, you could probably get to the strip. I don't know. I'd want to say in maybe like 10 minutes, something like that. It's right there. You can see uh, the, uh, I think it's the stratosphere or something like that. Huh. Uh, the the one that looks like the space needle i think you can see it from there i can't remember um but anyways yeah man it would be it would be really cool and like you said they they have so many giveaways at these fling events uh i mean they're i think they're giving away like sixty thousand dollars worth of stuff like they're giving away like three fti converters tons and tons of slicks of everybody you can imagine goodyear hoosier mickey thompson they're all giving away like three or four sets of slicks uh, people are giving away new front wheels for dragsters. They're giving away. They have that Brodex giveaway. That uh, who won that last year? Was that Dauber that won that? I think it was, and yeah. I had. I, I think it was Dauber. I can't call it quite 100. percent I know I had a good buddy of mine, Isaac Harris, was out there, and I think he turned it uh, uh, triple O triple O three pack and just missed it, just barely <laughs> missed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think triple O one actually won it, if I'm not mistaken myself. Uh, for that, uh, was it the perfect run? Was it? Was that what it was? Perfect, perfect run. He got fifty grand. Fifty grand. Fifty thousand dollars. But here's the deal, man. I was reading through that flyer, and it said if nobody hits that, it said the first perfect run in the million. I think that's what it said. Gets twenty grand. Dang. So even if you're, even if you don't get it in that, if you're in the million, surely there'll be a perfect run in the million. Well, surely. Uh, I mean, the, the level of competition itself is going to say it's at least going to be one. You know what I mean? And uh, I know they're going down to the fourth digit because, hey, they run True Start, the infamous, and I hate it, uh, True Start. More power. <laughs> now, if it was at a race I was at, so be it. Hopefully it's on my side than the other. But you know how I feel about True Start. I know how a lot of you guys feel about True Start. So it is what it is. But uh, Maybe we're I'm the only to, fan. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you're a fan. It's bit you at least once, too. So, you, all right, whatever. You know what I mean? But heading to the chat over here, I, I hear that the hired gun is out there. That's Kendall Little. That's Kevin Oig's son. And I saw him on Facebook uh, looking for a ride there. And uh, hopefully he found one because uh, it'd be fun to watch him go rounds, as he always does. Uh, Kendall Little is a heck of a driver if you've never seen him. I'm sure you have, Casey. Uh, but came out of Junior Dragsters. I think it was Team 14. Um tough racer they're just all the way around his whole family's tough so make sure you line up in the staging lanes right guys you line up against the, the higher gun he mess around and shoot you 
speaking of uh, speaking of going out there without a ride, that reminded me that with the fling events, you're not actually allowed to double enter. Same driver can't go down the track twice in the same car. You have to go down in different cars, which is pretty cool. As, if that's the way I remember it as well, that's that's uh, that's that's how I remember the rules. Um, is that where Galiti wrecked that one year? Uh, where he, uh, no, that was the OG. That oh, was the OG okay. million. Okay. Getting them all mixed up, but uh, that kid was on a tear at that race. That's why I remember it so uh, so vividly. Uh, so special shout out everybody over there at the, uh, YouTube. Alan Boykin, thanks for joining in. Michael, we don't quite have a podcast um, uh, for this particular show, but you can play it as a podcast. You just basically turn it on on YouTube and and uh, you know close your phone or set your phone down. You'll be able to listen to it as a podcast. So we're kind of multiverse there coming live from youtube and facebook as well so definitely thanks for your uh, thanks for your comment thanks for subscribing as well um yeah uh looks like he, he found a ride looks like the lady might have gave him a ride there so uh that's all they got cool. enough cars <laughs> yeah. hey hey so be it i like how texas stays together you know we're all here kind of in the in the good state of texas and uh traveling over to to vegas and and uh, someone in need, everybody, if you've been watching any type of uh, big money bracket racing, you've heard Kendall Little. Uh, the kid's good. I don't care what car you put him in. I don't care if it's top bulb or bottom bulb. doesn't matter. Uh, and like I said, I told him a few weeks ago, I have to have him on the show and let him, uh, let him give a little bit of uh, info on himself, kind of. And me pat him on the back because that's what's going to happen, you know. But uh, definitely. definitely. Well, man, that, I tell you what, too. If you match Kendall with one of the Galetti cars, I mean – that's something right there. He isn't going to be a slouch. You yeah. got a good driver, and you definitely got the best cars you can get. That's so. true. It's true. I can't. I think. I, I'm, I think you drove for Mikey Bloomfield once or twice in that red S. It might have been an S dime, kind of just like mine. I think it's either eighty nine or a ninety. I can't call it one hundred percent. Man, I think he was dropping that thing after the other opponent went red. So, well, what a way to practice. You know what I mean? He's just practicing on a time run, and that's that's just. Heads up, heads up thought process. It's like, oh, I got this yep. one in the bag, but let's see what happens if I do this at the finish line. This ain't testing tune, but I might as well use this run as a testing tune race. And Casey, I don't know if you do that, but man, that's normally on a time run, I'm thinking, let's let's just let this ball, this whole thing air out. Well, I guess you don't necessarily have to do that if you got the short time, huh? There's a lot of thought that goes into a lot of processes, man, and uh, there's the ability to be able to think faster than the car's moving will always make you a better driver, always. Uh, and some of these dragsters go 420s pretty easily. I mean, I was at two two weeks ago, I was at Galat, and I counted, I think I think there were seven dragsters in a row dialed sub 440. So if you can, if you can think faster than your car is going, then that definitely means something, <laughs> you know? Um, I don't know, man. It's... Uh, but you definitely need to utilize any anything that you can use to your advantage needs to be used to your advantage because everybody is so good anymore that I don't know, man. I just I, I think if you if you work hard enough to make your car good and you can let go good, just as good as anybody. You hey, know? hey, check this out. There's this one guy I know. He sings pretty good too. You might know who I'm talking about, Casey. If you if you ever listen, pretty sure he's probably going to be broadcasting. He might be broadcasting this week. Who knows? The, the track announcer, Mr. Jared Pennington, into the chat here says the Vegas Fling is oh, like yeah. no other event. The atmosphere there is a lot less businesslike. The racers out there are genuinely appreciative 
of having the event in their area. They aren't like us out here. <laughs> we are spoiled. Hey, I guess he's out there close to you somewhere, is he, Casey, or Alabama or something like that, to where... I think he's down, old JP11X, down there <laughs> in uh, Alabama. Man, he does sing good, though. He can Maybe sing. a couple of them tunes for the Golden Bracket Racing YouTube channel one of these days. Yeah, I heard that. Come on on, Jeb. Anytime you want it, man. Got a seat for you. You can you can fill it. And, and you got to serenade us, though. We got to hear it. To give us the national anthem or something. You know, happy birthday. I've heard you see happy birthday. You know, you might not know it, but I watch every single event, so I've heard you. Says, Roll I'm going to miss him uh, not uh, announcing the fling, man, because uh, he's he's definitely, in my opinion, the best bracket racing announcer that there's ever been, for sure. And uh, I would say the next the next people to him are probably Gleghorn and Hodge, and they learned everything that they've done, in my opinion, from Jed. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, you everything can say that. He's done is, is, uh, everything he's done is awesome. You can say that about Hodge and Gleghorn and all them, but there's a second generation Pennington that's right behind that's him that's just as good as, if not better, than anybody right. else I've ever heard. I can listen to that kid call races all day long. I don't care because uh, the kid tells me what I want to hear. I hate it when I'm watching the race and it's like, dang, what did they run? What did they do? Well, little Pennington's right there too. So shout out to the Pennington yep. family. Uh, drag racing has grown. Uh, tremendously based on what you guys have done. So sp special shout out to you guys. So no, man, I wish I was, I wish I was in a, in a car and a helmet. I got two of them. I could take my pick and my fire suit <laughs> sitting over there somewhere. I, I wish I was in a car this week and, and I'm still on the sidelines just hanging out. So what do you got going on this week? Casey, you doing anything? Yeah, I think I'm going to go to, uh, I'm going to go to Kinston. I'll probably go to testing tune on Thursday just to make sure everything's kosher because, like I said, I just basically had the whole transmission apart. I actually hooked up the line lock to make sure that uh, it definitely wouldn't move um, because it was just so easy to do, and I didn't realize it was that easy. Now it, the car definitely doesn't move. I, I messed with the shocks a little bit. I kind of think my car needs to wheelie a little bit harder because it's, it's just so heavy in the front. I think it's just coming down and kind of just slightly unloading the tires every once in a while when the track gets iffy. Um, so... Number one, I'm going to try to go on Thursday, see, make sure I don't flip over backwards, you know. So I jacked the car up, and for the bars to hit the ground, it'd have to be like three foot up in the air. So uh, so we'll see how that goes, and then I'm going to go down to Kinston on uh, on Saturday, I guess. They're running for five grand down there, so I'm going to run, uh, I'm going to run that and hopefully win some money, man, because like I was telling you earlier, those license plates got real expensive out here. It was ridiculous. Yeah, man, that's that's a a sad day for sure. And uh, Dylan Champion says he'll save you a spot. I guess he's gonna be out there in uh, Kinston as well. So he says I got a spot for you. Hey, uh, you guys ought to you guys ought to post up and uh, maybe bring some burgers and some dogs and, and do it big. You know, I wish hey, I was there. Maybe I'll catch a flight. Danny, <laughs> Alan will be cooking. Justin said he might not be coming, but Alan, if uh, if Justin didn't come, then you can hitchhike with me. That's fine. Just bring that grill. <laughs> oh man. No, but anyway, back to the fling. Isn't there some type of a call your shout or a Calcutta that's going on that's got a pretty good payout in it as well? Now, let me pull out my phone real quick. I actually dropped it, but I seen something, and I think it was last year. Didn't we text in, like, uh, was that Young Guns versus Old Guns? Am I thinking of a different race, or was that oh, yeah. this particular race? Because that was pretty, that was a real neat fa facet of a race inside of a race, uh, watching yeah. the old guys versus the Young Guns or whatever. And um, I think we got to text in. Well, they're doing something else, some type of Calcutta or something going on the same exact way. And 
I'll get it. I'll get it here in a second uh, as soon as I get the chance to get through this flyer. So I haven't uh, I haven't seen that portion of it, but uh, that would be really cool. And I thought that was a really cool thing that they did do was uh, it was the young guns versus I don't remember what they called the old guys. I think they refrained from just flat out calling them the old guys. But <laughs> hey, big red, uh, big red tuned in. He said the last man standing pays 10k to the person with the last race of standing. Talk about I like KK. Man, <laughs> I need to figure out how to make sure I'm entered into that. He said, uh, I know. Oh, it looks like the Alamo has a race too. So Kevin is going to be out at, at, the, at the Texas Motorplex. So there's going to there's, there's gonna be a lot of racing going on this week. And uh, no, we got to figure out uh, what's going on with that with that Calcutta as well. So Exactly. Well, that just makes it fun. And that's, that's really close to being able to do, and like we've been saying, uh, where. You need to be able to, in some way, get some side action on some bracket racing. There's so much stuff that, that you could do with betting on bracket racing to be able to just have it, like like a fantasy series or something like that. I mean, we have so many big money bracket races nowadays. I mean, you could definitely say the Williams Brothers, that's two people always going to be at every big money event. Hunter Patton, Galettis, they're always going to be there. We're already up to five. Ezel, he's always going to be there. Richardson, always going to be there. Uh, big, big Richardson always going to be there. Richardson's kids probably going to be there. I mean, there's a easily, I would say at least 30 guys that follow this series. Drag race results, please. If you're watching, get something together where we can have a fantasy league or something like that to be able to get all of us together and do some kind of fantasy league. Drag champ, drag champ, this would be perfect for you. Yep. yep I mean, Hodge right. is there anyway, almost all the yep. time. No know? chance. No chance. He's not there. Let's put, let's put it that way. Somebody's probably going to take a Walmart and he's going to tell us about it. We're kind of out loud. Yeah. So it uh, might no, be him. <laughs> it might be him. Hey, it might be. If, if the car's not broke, I'm, I'm not picking on you, Jake. But you, you got a knack of breaking some stuff, man. So no, I'm not hey, picking on you. I need that too. Right, right. <laughs> I, I need to knock on some wood before I wind up the next one breaking something. But hey, Casey, you got a shout out from my man. Mr. Monday Morning Racer, he says, I'm liking the garage background. Hmm. Thank you, Mr. Monday Morning Racer. <laughs> Lee, I appreciate that. Uh, oh, yeah. This was this was Lee's idea. He's like, hey, man, you guys should actually show that you're actually racers and not just talking about it. And I said, well, my race car is under, you know, literally right underneath me because my office is up there. <laughs> and he says, well, why are you not down there? I said, I don't know. Yeah. So here I am. Yeah, and I think I'm going to follow suit here. I, I go to pick up my car. I think it's probably going to be towards the end of April uh, when I finally get the S10 down here. I'm probably going to follow suit uh, and uh, set my set my streaming setup right up there in the garage with you. So both of us can come to it with my garage. He says uh, he also says it's the wrong weekend not to have a funny car. Is that funny car racing it down is. here in Texas? Yes, this weekend. Funny car chaos, man. That's that's going to be an epic race. I mean, like I've said. You know, in previous previous live streams and all that, Funny Car Chaos is the coolest event that I've ever not been to. I mean, I'm pretty sure Del Worsham's going with Fuel Altered. I think I think that he's going. Uh, maybe Monday Morning Racer, he'd, he'd know before anybody would. He knows everything that's going on in any type of racing, so I'm sure he'll chime in and let me know if that's true or not. But I'm fairly certain Del Worsham's going. If Del Worsham's going with the Fuel Altered, he's going down there to set the record, sir. So I wonder if he's got a few cars going because I've seen a I've seen a few cars going for Del Worsham. I think he's even taken one of his family funny cars as well. So uh, he, he may do some uh, double piloting. Who knows? I saw that 
and now this is making me think this might not be funny car chaos. Maybe it is. I'm not sure if they run quarter mile or, not, or eighth mile, but, uh, but uh, Del Worsham, I saw a post with him saying he was on his way with a fuel altered to break the record, and the record was 526. Oof. You're going for it, Dan, huh? So, yeah, he's going to go teens in a fuel altered. <laughs> hey, you I know what? I think he's driving, though. You know what? I think the air and the weather is actually going to be really good here in Texas, too. Early on this week, uh, it's supposed to rain. It rained like a son of a gun yesterday. I'm sure we got over an inch yesterday. And uh, this weekend, though, it's supposed to be uh, really nice. It's actually my son's birthday. And, uh, and so I'll be here doing birthday party stuff for my two-year-old. And, um, but to answer your question, Monday Morning Racer says, Dell is showing up with the family funny car. Tim Wilkerson is showing up with his rarely seen fuel altered along with War Wagon to attempt the record. 69, funny, 69 funny cars entered into the race. And 18 yep. um, front uh, FAS. What does FAS stand for? I'm, it's, I'm, it's slipped right over the top of me. Break that down for uh, me. Look. Probably front end. Fuel altered. Or fuel, something. Either that or fuel altered. Yep. Yep. No, Dude, that might be something. Where is that at versus you? That might be something to take your oldest to. I think that's Get a motorplex, man. That's nothing. That's like an hour and a half away is what I, Dude, that's what I think you should go there. Yeah. I mean, that's that's going to be something. That's like a can't-miss event. If I lived there, I would be there. Yeah, and I, but I don't I don't want to lose my life. And uh, my, my youngest son has a birthday <laughs> party going on. So the one who would take Good me idea. away is my wife. And I don't I don't think it's time to go yet. So I might yeah. have to stay home and, and try to catch uh, – Catch somebody's stream. Hopefully, somebody's streaming it and um, allow me to get my eyes on it or something like that. Yeah, I, I, I'm going back to Alan Boinkin. I guess we were talking about announcers, and he threw Loose Change's name out there. Oh, Loose Change is pretty yep. good at announcing too. He knew quite a bit. Well, I think we're going to have him on the Alan show pretty soon as well. The other day, and uh, we might get old Loose Change on here. I haven't I haven't talked to him yet, but uh, Alan texted him the other day, and Loose Change is the guy that we need to talk about how we're going to bet on racing with because from what I hear, he can make quite a few payments from uh, from uh, the finish line, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Just standing there at the starting line makes some pretty good bets, huh? Yeah. Yeah, no, yep. we're going to have to have him on because I've seen a few people uh, A few people ask me, you know, how are, they, how are they making their bets on racing? That'd be a good topic to, to kind of shed some light on, for, especially for some spectators. I, and as well, a matter of fact, I bet you we gain more bracket racing spectators surrounding the ability to gamble on the, on the side of the track. Uh, if a lot of people knew that was going on, you never know. We get They always gamble at the, the note preps and all those older. Right. JJ DeVos is notorious for gambling at those types of races. So, you know, I bet you we gain a, uh, quite a few more spectators if we were able to teach people how to gamble on, on, well, on bracket racing. And with all these streams going on all the time, you could do it at home with your buddies. Mm. You know what I mean? Set you just know. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I think from what I've heard, that's what old loose change does sometimes. <laughs> yep, when, I've he's, seen it when he's inside, outside. <laughs> yep, I've seen it happen actually. And uh, I guess Scott Palmer was testing that Extreme Raceway Park the other day as well. So they're already rolling in, in over here. In Texas. Um, I'm not sure. Kevin Lloyd, you know if he was in the funny car and Stu Zilla. Anyway, I know he's I know out they here. were trying to get him. They were trying to get him to bring Stu Zilla out there, which he should. That would be a perfect event for it. Right. Because I think they have an unlimited class where they're just like, whatever you got, you know, come on. Oh, man. And, and look, Lee's going to be at the uh, Texas Motorplex. That would have been a good time for me to head out there and hang out with the Monday Morning Racer. Yeah, I might still try Monday to Monday Morning Racer has some credentials, too. 
He does have some credentials. Maybe he I can sneak in back yeah, in the back spot. <laughs> get, yep. get behind the scenes. That'd be pretty cool. He says, uh, Ken's Corner. He says, party at the track. And that's what that's what it's going to be. It's going to be one. And the uh, way it sounds, it might be surrounded by a bracket race. I think Kevin was talking about taking Black Panther. So maybe that's uh, surrounded by a bracket race. Which makes, that's even better. Man, I wish the truck was ready already. Man, I'd be there racing. Oh, you already said you couldn't. You well, hey, yet. hey, guess what? We have to. Nah, but you're right. I don't want to die. I, I was gonna <laughs> say, you know, I better save that. You know, uh, pretty sure I'll have the opportunity to uh, to get out to the track, and I don't have to be in too much of a hurry. So, um, yeah, man. What else is going on this weekend? I know you're talking about Kinston. Five grand to win. That place is probably gonna be packed out the way it sounds. Uh, Texas has got a lot going on. Spring fling's going on. It's just going to be a good rate, a good weekend for drag racing altogether. Um, as for, from what I'm seeing, I don't know if the NHRA is live this week or not. I'd have to doubt it with all the uh, the big races being at the uh, at the funny car race there. Well, as far as I've uh, as far as I've heard, I don't know about what their schedule's like. Um, I don't really pay much attention to the big show. Uh, I haven't for quite some years. Ever since ever since we got Motor Mania, honestly, I've I've really not paid much attention to it because I don't have to anymore. Uh, yeah. But I do know that all the California stuff has obviously been, I, they claim postponed. Hopefully it doesn't turn into canceled, but I know that all the Pomona stuff got canceled, I'm pretty sure. Uh, well, postponed, sorry. I'm uh, going to have to guess that's still COVID restrictions. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. California. Yep. Go figure. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, with any, with any luck, we know Vegas is racing now, so they'll, they should just move it out there. True. You know? True. And I actually like the switch up a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm, I made a mistake there. Uh, the, the the Alamo City race is actually in San Antonio, not the Motorplex. So I, I, we might not be able to see a uh, bracket race at that funny car event, even though that'll be nice in the, in the future if we ever get a chance to fill, fill that event with a bracket race. That'd be pretty neat. And I know the Cummins boys probably wouldn't mind throwing it, especially they're right down here. And, and uh, I'm sure they wouldn't mind hey. throwing a race. Huh? Speaking of the Cummins boys, uh I think Britt went pretty deep at that Southern Sportsman Showdown in, uh, I don't know if it was a stocker or super stocker. I want to say he turned on the wind light. Now, I'm not 100% sure, but I think he actually turned on a wind light this weekend, if I'm not mistaken myself. I was just browsing through Facebook and actually saw exactly what you're talking about. And I think Britt actually won it, if I'm not mistaken Dude, myself. Yeah, I think so. It wouldn't surprise me. I, I mean, I, I me put either. in the chat. I put in the chat on Friday whenever they were doing uh, – Whenever they were doing time runs, I put, whenever I saw he was there, I said, that's who my money's on. <laughs> so no one took me up on it. <laughs> right, trying to do a little gambling, huh? Well, it would have been, been a sure bet. I'm not 100% if he, as sure if he won it, but I know he came pretty close, if I'm not mistaken myself. So uh, Man, definitely saw the same Corvette, There was a Corvette that was silver. It stood straight up, and I don't know if he broke the wheelie bar, but he ended up on one tire, came down, sparks everywhere. It was it was nuts. Fourth round on uh, I don't know if it's Friday night or Saturday night. There was also a super stock Mustang. I don't know what they call the uh, the Copo cars that are that are Fords, but uh, there was a super stock Mustang with seven seventy five. Wow, super stock wow. car. <laughs> and there was a lot of good things going though. I know I looked up. Uh, Big Jed says Britt was runner up to Joel Warren. So Britt got down to the final, and you would have been sure bet. That's what you would have been yeah. uh, if somebody would have took it. Um, except he didn't win, so you might would have lost a little something. But hey, good call anyway. Had to have odds. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I was scrolling through Facebook, and I saw uh, someone had their GoPro live or something like that, and 
man, it was eliminations because the guy was already looking over. But when he looked, he looked twice. And I mean to tell you, the wheelie that the guy in the left lane was doing was unbelievable. And he let it out there for a long <laughs> way. He didn't even drag it back bunker. I mean, you would have loved that wheelie, Casey. I'm telling you. I wish I would have took the video and showed it here on this uh, on this particular live stream. But I'm trying to remember who that was, too. That was a pretty amazing wheelie that I saw. And he, that, that kid looking with a GoPro saw it firsthand. That'd be weird to look at. You look in the other lane, and there's cars just standing a big, a big wheelie on the other Dude, side of you. I've seen that a couple times. In fact, actually, uh, last year, when I one of the first races I ever ran out here, I ran Blaine Parrish, uh, which everybody that's in North Carolina knows who he is. Um, he runs all around here and dominates everything. But uh, he's got this red Mustang, and I ran him. That's still when I had the dragster. And uh, he left the starting line. It's it's Fox Body Mustang, but it goes like 570s. It's not a slouch, you know. And it stood up. And uh, long story short, he ended up breaking out that run. But it was still up past 60 foot. And I'm like, wow. whoa. And then my car left. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so, but uh, anyways, I got down there. He broke out by like, I don't know, a few thousands or something like that. And he comes up to me. And he's, he's on his way to buy back. And he goes, man, it stood up. And it stayed up. And I was like, well, here we go. Hey, hey, it had your attention, I guarantee it, because I know how big of a fan you are on wheelies. And would that be a distraction to you? Look over in the other lane, and you're leaving with this car, and you look over, and it's on a wheelie, because I could just see you just just looking. I do and that. You. Oh, man, that was nice. About... Oh, crap. <laughs> it comes to finish line. I can see you doing that. But the one good thing about uh, growing up riding motorcycles is that at least you don't steer into it. You're always used to it, you know. So you, I still go straight. I just might not be paying attention. <laughs> so, so Big Jed, I, I guarantee you, Jed probably watched this whole race. So I'm talking about a wheelie here, and he said that was Mitchell Mitchell Reeves catching Caleb Ellison's wheelie in the other lane. It was at the foot break, 150 in Gulfport. That was a foot break, wheelie. <laughs> That's it was huge. That's it was huge. Oh man, Casey, That's I swear it was huge. Uh, if you get a chance, head to Mitchell Reeves' Facebook page uh, when this is all over, and you'll be able to watch. It. That was awesome. I might try to do it myself here in a second and put it live. But but uh, you talk about some. That was some crazy footage right there. And uh, yet, yet again, the footbreakers, man. Hey, did you did you ever figure out? Because we talked about it briefly. The the split, uh, how it's working at at the flame. How long so, are they keeping the uh, Keeping the no box or the, the footbreakers separate. Foot, well, footbreakers are running down to one. I think it's it says pro though, so I would assume that means they can use the button, mm -hmm. um, which is what it is. They're all together, uh, but I'll keep them till one. And typically every every race, uh, I mean, if the buyback counts, I, I'd say they'll probably be seven or eight rounds. So they'll drop into like eighth round of uh, the big race. Well, they get like for the thirties, they get five hundred dollars to win those, plus they get the round money. Now, that was the question I had, though, was I've never been to a race before that pays round money. So I know that, like, the flings in the 30s, they pay, like, 150 bucks to win third round. Then they pay 300 to win fourth round. Now, my question is, is it if you win third round and then you win fourth round, is that now 450 or is that just the fourth round is worth 300 and then the and third round was worth 150? Does anybody in the chat know what that's like? I've never I've never ran for round, round money. Before. It's certainly good to know too, because you know it's it's becoming more and more 
you know, frequent that, that uh, especially on the big scale, the promoters are beginning to pay out. Sometimes after the first round, you're starting to make round money. And, you know, right. $50 a round, $100 a round, I don't know. How I that like that idea. You, you and me both. I mean, especially uh, promoters just giving back, giving back to the racers, as always. And I mean, it seems to be the, the theme uh, for most promoters. Hey, let's make sure our racers are happy. Well, you keep doing that. We're going to be happy anyway. We're in a race car number one. But uh, that just makes it even better, you know. Um, and and it's, it's, it's even more of a hats off the spring fling. You're putting on a heck of a race, and then you're doing that, and then you're giving out all kinds of prizes. I'm going to keep Dude, going back to that because that's that's huge. You know, you, best losing package is probably going to win something ignorant this week. You know what I mean? It's like uh, you lost, but you didn't Dude, lose at if, the same time. If you, win a, uh, if you win an FTI converter, that's worth like $1,200. You know, they got that one of the rounds is the ATI super case. I mean, that's that's probably like $2,500. Right, right. You know? So Big Jed's got an answer to our question. As I, I expected, that was who was going to answer the round money question. And he says, that is the total amount of money that you get if you lose that particular round. It does not stack. It doesn't add up. Fine by me. It's still, that's pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? As long as the numbers keep going up as I keep going. That's so fine. be it. Yeah, <laughs> so be it. So. But I like round money, man. What What are your... I guess it's kind of like a side subject. I don't even know if we really have a subject today other than Casey and George talking and seeing who checks. But, uh, I mean, that's kind of the theme a lot of times. But uh, we always get off on these on these side notes, and it kind of brings up a lot of information that I think a lot of people are interested in. Uh, you know, we're bracket racers too, so surely they'll be interested too. But as far as round money goes, what are your feelings on round money if, say, like uh, like I know the big top number – gets people to go to the or gets attention to the race not necessarily gets people to go to the race but gets attention right uh that big number what if that big number decreased some but then the round money would make it to where like say you get to third round and you got your money back for the entry and say you get to fourth round and now you're making maybe a little bit of money what what do you think about that if then like say that would turn these i mean they're still paying round money but if you were to increase it like what if that turned these 30s for six, it's six hundred ninety dollars for three thirties, which is a good deal. Right. Um, but what if it was six hundred ninety dollars still, and those thirties turned into twenties, but they all that went back further? Down. Do you think that hurts the race? Do you think that the participation would be lower, or do you think it would be higher? What do you think? Well, and, and if if you do that, I think you have to adjust the entry fee some, because I think it is going to hurt participation just a little bit. This is just opinion. Everybody, feel free to throw your opinion as well if you have one on that particular question but uh i think it's gonna it's gonna a little bit of a hindrance to the participation do i like it yes i do i like it a little bit more because it's it's giving money back you know people you've done good you got three rounds whatever but the only other downside to it is that heck by the time you're in the fourth or the fifth round you are really starting to creep your way into the split which is common at most big races so it's like well, if we do that, then chances are there's not really going to be a split. So it really doesn't pay as well, this is just opinion, to go five rounds at that race. It's going to pay good, you know what I mean? But not as well as it would if everything was being chopped up at the top of the race instead of spread out throughout the whole race. I, th I definitely think it's a good idea um, to, to, to see it. We've got a comment on this here, too, from Ken Anderson. He says, our local track gives round money starting at third round. At the normal bracket race, 44 Super Pro and 25 for no electronics. So it's becoming more and more common, you know, that 
places are beginning to give round money, and that's just that's just going to keep the keep the people coming. You know, it's uh, it's like we talked about before. Maybe in dealerships, I think if you lower the price on a truck and sell twenty five of them, whereas if you raise the price on the truck and sell ten, which one do you think you're going to make more money off of? It's the same thing, in my opinion, and definitely business savvy. So, but the piggyback. Well, it's a lot- Go ahead. It's, I was just going to say, based on what you just said, it's a lot easier to get. Uh, it's a lot easier to get twenty dollars from five guys than a hundred dollars from one guy. Exactly. Exactly. One hundred percent thought process. And uh, and so I don't know, but I, I kind of want your thoughts on that. Trying to turn the question back on you, what we were talking about as far as we're um, kind of trickle down and, and maybe if it's a thirty, turn it into a twenty-five or a twenty at the top to cut more money out through, throughout the middle of the race. Well, so here's my thing is that for $690, if you take 10 grand off the top and now they're all 20s, yeah, you're paying the same entry for less money to win. The money's still there. Now, what, what is your thought if now all of a sudden, and I don't think 10 grand is enough to go this far back just to state that, but um, what if it was $690, but now if you win third round, you could get $300. I mean, no one shows up to these big races not thinking they're going to get to third round at least. So now you're talking, you get to third round two days, you almost paid for your entry. Yeah, uh, it would be interesting. And I have a feeling that uh, not just because we're talking about it here on the Going Bracket Racing YouTube channel, but somebody's going to think about that eventually. Um, and maybe we're going to see the test. I'd like to know the outcome. Um, because I think Loose Rocker is doing that with their 75K Bigfoot race this interesting, year. I think. Interesting. So that'll be one to watch out for. And what we'll do is uh, we ought to stream right afterwards and talk about how it went off. Um, because I think that that's the, the more, I use the word diverse, but the more flexible we become in how we pay out with bracket racing, the more attraction we're going to begin the game. And I'm really, I'm really waiting on the day where I stage it up and there's crazy amounts of fans in the stand because, number one, they're starting to understand exactly what, what bracket racing is, um, hopefully thanks in part to the Going Bracket Racing YouTube channel, but starting to understand it. Now they're showing up, participating. They're out there. They're at the concession stand. They got two hands full of beer, whatever's going on, you know, uh, and so. Or, certainly- or simply realizing simply realizing that they can afford to do this. Right. You can't afford to go race with John Forks. You can't afford to go race with Greg Anderson. But you can afford to go race with us and probably anyone in this chat. That's a fact. That's a fact. So that's a, that's definitely something that uh, I like. I like the thought process, and there there definitely has to be several minds surround. You know, filling out and throwing throwing spitballs at a wall, see what sticks to figure out what's the next best race race format race setup and uh and uh, i'm pretty sure a lot of us racers want to know what the next best one is too even though we're going to be there regardless of if it stays the same uh, especially those of us who have already been kind of burned by the sport it's blood it's in our blood there's nothing we can do about it you know so cer- certainly uh it's, it's a perfect idea so what else we got casey man i'm uh I'm running low on subjects, man, because my mind got burnt out from all the trials and tribulations I've been through, which seems to be the story of my life. Um, I might be, I don't know, I, I think I'm older than Hodge, so I can't be the reincarnation of him. Uh, <laughs> so uh, 
I don't know. Maybe he learned from me. We're from the same general area. I think we're he he lives in Evansville, and I went to Chandler a lot or wherever that is down there. Right. Um, where the boat was at the finish line. If you go too far, you'll hit that boat. Ooh, right. <laughs> hey, we got another comment in the chat from Alan Boykin over on our YouTube page, and he says lots of big money races um, that are being put on are starting to cap the entries now. I think we pretty much talked about that in our entry versus no entry or pre-entry versus no pre-entry stream that we had a couple months back there. Um, I do see a lot of caps beginning to come to these races, but on the other side of things, I'm starting to see quite a few promoters take take gate entries welcome. So if they're taking gate entries, generally speaking, I don't think there is a way to cap gate entries. You never know. You know what I mean? If there's gate entries in yeah, I didn't pre-enter this race, but I'm coming to the gate. You think they're counting? Do they got that little ticker? You know, you go to Walmart and they got a ticker and they're counting. Oh, that's that's 20. You stop, stop. You can't come in. Nope. Or do you think they're gonna say, keep keep them rolling? We ain't counting. Shoot. Come on in. Come on in. I wonder if that's actually what's going on. You think they're capping them, or do you think, especially when they say that you can buy an entry at the gate? What do you think? Well, I think that uh, I think that some races, uh, and I know Luke. Luke and Jed have talked about this before on Sportsman Drag Racing Podcast, which is awesome. Uh, if you haven't checked that out, I'm sure everybody on here has listened to that. But if you haven't, you definitely need to listen to it. Um, but they've talked to that, about that before. And capped races also belong there, just like uncapped races, because capped races, number one, it allows somebody to say, pay a little bit more. What's, what's that one or two extra rounds worth to you? Uh, you know, because typically they're like double the entry fee, but when you're talking about million a million dollars on the line, <laughs> then is paying three thousand versus seventeen fifty or whatever to avoid two more rounds that might be worth that extra. I hear you. I hear you a hundred percent. And uh, the, the comments keep coming. Here's our here's our friend Brandon Barker, Mister uh, Bracket Life Brand Mr. himself. Ken. What's up? He says it's a great idea. Uh, going back to uh, the you know pan down effect, he says uh, it's similar to what Loose Rocker just set up with their 300k to win race with some of the best round money you could ever find, and they kept they couldn't fill it up. It was rescheduled for weather, but the pre entries didn't get much love compared to the million dollar race, even with similar payouts to the to what a million races after the split so that's kind of the first tester the kind of the the first one that we heard of and even you mentioned that loose rocker was looking at going this route that's a test and uh right now the pre-entries may not show it to be lucrative enough to make that as a a new payout format what do you think casey after hearing uh brandon's thought process if that's the race that i'm thinking of i think that might have been the 300k Maybe, it is. Uh, it's supposed to be a lot this weekend or last weekend. It's definitely uh, 300. Well, anyways, I think they suffered from that being too early in the year. And especially, I mean, where that was going to be was at Galat. That's 20 minutes, 30 minutes from my house. Um, I run there every time that they're open. Um, and right now, this is an iffy time of year for, for weather. And I think there's a lot of people that attend these big races that do like like you and I talk about all the time, where if, if I can win some money, then I can go. But I haven't had time to do that yet. Sure. And, I, you know, it's not like I'm not like 
Troy and Gary Williams and I just be like, hey, let me go get some some spending money here real quick, run down here, win a race real quick, and now I'm going to go race. You know? So it could be uh, a, a, a figment of bad timing as well because when we when we turn on our computers and, <clears throat> and turn on Bangshift or whatever channel, is, you said it was Bangshift, right? Bangshift, who's going to host the, the Fling Vegas, yeah. So, so, so when we look at it, there's a lot of people who go to Vegas just because it's in Vegas for crying out loud. Let's let's not. This is one of those races where I could say, I think I've never been, but I would think that after the race is over for the night, there's not going to be very many people left at the racetrack. Why? There's too many casinos. Number one, I know there's going to be an all-you-can-eat crab leg joint or a steak joint that somebody's going to want to go to, and there's going to be enough of a nightlife going on to where everybody's going to be out and about. So. Timing-wise, with it, if it were supposed to be this week, the timing could be because of the spring fling, and maybe maybe it's just uh, something that we should take a look at uh, on this next race we were mentioning. And let's see how it goes with this next one to see how um, how the turnout happens there. We think exactly that's uh, that's exactly right. And speaking of being able to just go and win a race real quick and get your spending money real quick. If Danny Nelson's out there, buddy up with him and uh, teach you, have him teach you how to play poker real quick. You won't have to pay for anything as far as uh, your entries go. <laughs> I'm taking it Danny Nelson is quite a poker player. Danny Nelson might be a better poker player than he is a racer, which is saying something. Woo, buddy, I was going to say that's a stretch, man. That, if, if he's that good, man, you've got two careers. That's, that's, Two good That's careers. That's what Jim Simmons always Gee, told me. Jim Simmons always told me that that uh, Danny Nelson is a better poker player than he is a racer, and Danny Nelson is one of the best racers there ever has been, Man. as far as our stuff goes. I'd have to imagine we'll see him probably, probably cut loose down there in Vegas. What do you bet? It's hard to say, man. He's top dragster now, so I don't True. know if he would go out there uh, for that or not. I'm sure if he had the ability to. I mean, you got to figure he's still got a, a booming business with his with you know. Danny Nelson Racecraft, so true. he's true. still got to work. <laughs> <You know? laughs> he's got to work, man. But no, no, uh, certainly, guys, we, we appreciate everybody tuning in. All the comments just keep us moving. And, uh, you know, what, whatever you guys feel, uh, I see Edward Torrance over in the, in the uh, YouTube chat. Thanks for tuning in, Edward. And uh, keep your questions coming on that Nova. I'm pretty sure there's a Nova right behind Casey. He might have some answers for you as far as Novas go. And uh, I know I saw Big Jed in here, which... That one of the baddest Novas on the planet, if you He's ask got me. The nicest so, Nova. Dude, man, that's a bad Nova. That red machine there, but uh, it's got a stereo in it. Man, I like to and turn it's it still on. It's faster than mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we appreciate you guys stopping in. Don't forget uh, Rhino.co, um, up and coming. I'm, I'm telling you guys, it's gonna be the social media of car parts, racing classified. It's gonna do it. Trust me. You can find me at GH Junior. <laughs> that sounds weird, you know, oh, just Facebook me or find me on Twitter at whatever. Well, on Rhino, you can find me at GH Jr. You'll find my name. That's that's what Rhino is all about here. So um, certainly can't thank you guys enough. Big, big time shout out to TSR for coming on board with us. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. That is the only way that you can be eligible to enter into the giveaway. Not going to tell you exactly what's going to be given away quite yet as we're going to make some posts about it in, in the coming days here. And uh, certainly pay attention to the YouTube and the Facebook channel. 
um, Facebook page there to uh, to get updated. I've, I'm out of breath, Casey. Man, you got you got to tell me what you got left over, man. <laughs> man, the only thing I have left over is uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. Like George said, uh, sorry that uh, sorry that we were running around and running late and all that stuff. Mostly me. Uh, I was we'll get say, that was stuff together. Hey, let's get it right. That wasn't we. That was. He. Yeah, me. <laughs> yeah. No. Yep. George is ready to go. He's waiting on me. So, uh, so yeah, guys, uh, next week we'll definitely have something to talk about for sure because we got the Spring Fling Million going on. Before we go, George, what's Spring Fling Million going to pay? How many cars are they going to have? I'm going to say, let me, pull out, let me pull out my phone real quick. Um, I'm going to go with over 450. I'm going to go with. 450 payout or 450 car count? No, I'm going to go with 375 plus entries to pay over for, to pay 450,000. That's my guess because I really think that a lot of people, number one, number one, this is going to be, this is all opinionated. Again, this is going to be one of the best years of bracket racing I think that we've had in a long time. Everybody is, has cabin fever because of COVID. I'm from California and there's a race in Vegas. They ain't even going to open up a racetrack in California before you know it. So you're going to have people who are like, oh, either I go to Vegas and run the spring fling, or I'm not probably going to get to race at all this year. So all of their entry fee money is now allocated to the, the Vegas event. That's what we do. Man, that's what I do. He says there's 358 entries is what Brandon Barker is saying. He said there's 358 there entries. I don't know if that's right now or if that's what he's guessing. But at 350 entries, we will pay... $400,000. So that's what I would say. Anything. I think anything in the 400s and don't, I'm, I wouldn't be shocked if they make it to, to 400 entries. I, I think it's going to break 400. I would I'm not say be 401. Wow. Yeah. Hey, I love it. As a matter of fact, um, it's going to be, uh, be for the million. My guess that's, that's a uh, Brandon Barker says, he says 358 and you say 401. I say again, I'm going to say 375 plus. So um, I'm certainly going to be tuned in. Something to talk about next week as well when we get on and talk about uh, how many entries actually showed up to that. So, um, no, I can't wait. And, uh, you know, that's just what I think. Kavanoid Little says 362. So we're definitely on the upside here. I think we're going to see a pretty good event. We're all right in there. We're going to see a pretty good event. Let me check YouTube before we get out of here and see how many guests we got out there. Uh, it says, "What's the usual time for the show?" Oh, uh, yeah, we normally we normally go live, Edward Torrance. We go live at uh, five o'clock your time. I think you're out in Carolina, so that'd be four p.m. Central, uh, and uh, that's normally what time we go live there. Um, something going on at KDS Motorsports Saturday. I guess they're going to be yeah, out there racing fest. as well. The Money Fest. That's, that's Kinston. Mr. Leonard Cherry is calling that one out. So. Hey, I'm pretty sure uh, you'll see Casey out there, Leonard. If you go up there and tap him on the shoulder, you never know. He might have a going bracket racing uh, sticker uh, if you want one. So you might want to go out there and check him out. Truck. Hey, you heard it. We're going to be at Kinston this weekend. So uh, we've got Leonard Cherry guessing at 421 entries. I think it's going to be a good race. That's what I think is going to happen here. So. Well, that's how you can tell, man. That's that's the way that I see it is that that's how you can tell is that all of us feel like I think the minimum the minimum was Brandon saying 358. 358. I mean, yep. come on. You know, I don't remember what it was last year, but I mean, I'm pretty sure it was right around that 350 mark. 
You know what I mean? And I think they're going to I think they're going to surpass it. I as a matter of fact, I think so too. If I could change my guess, I might join you and say 402. Just go one above you because I oh, think man. it's going $1. to be uh Yeah, man. Casey, we better get out of here before we get in trouble. I know my old lady's she's about to be home here in a minute. I bet yours is probably yelling at you right now to get in there and eat. So uh, I know hey, how that goes. You got that right. <laughs> Guys, right, thanks man. for tuning well, we appreciate in. Appreciate everybody. Yep. Appreciate everybody tuning in. We'll see you next week. See you guys.